It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nibbins. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone like we do with a little bit of worship music. This is Savior of My Life. It is from my CD, True Worship. Sit back and enjoy. Baby 
Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed Savior of My Life from my CD entitled True Worship. Well, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. Just go to their website. Go to loveministriesbills.org. Also, go to my website. Check out my website if you can, carlanivens.com. Well, everyone, we this is our Thanksgiving show. And I, I kind of had this idea to have the Thanksgiving show because this has been a different kind of year. And I think we have to concentrate on being thankful especially this year. So I invited my best friend and my best guy. I'm trying to see if he's going to start crying if I give him all of these accolades. Are you crying yet? Nope. (laughs) So this is my husband, Dr. Roosevelt Nivens. He is the superintendent of Community ISD. We have been married for 20 years And we have two beautiful children. Our daughter, Naomi, is a freshman in college. Uh, She's in Nacogdoches, Texas. And our son is a junior at at the school, at Community. And uh, his name is also Roosevelt. So, Dr. Nivens? Mr. Nivens? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate your time. Um, so this year is, uh, well, this year, 2020, we we are in the middle of a pandemic that seems to, I don't know, not go away. Seems like it's coming back stronger. And uh, that's caused a lot of different issues and a lot of different stressors on people. I want to know, first of all, do you make it a practice to um, be thankful every day? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. You know, uh, this this pandemic is, uh, I won't say it's like none other because, you know, we, we experienced it 100 years ago. But, you know, uh, whatever's inside of you, you know, when there's pressure, you know, whatever's, whatever's inside of you will always come out. And so this pandemic has uh, created uh, an opportunity for a lot of pe- a lot of people to expose who they really are, uh, and it has taught me an awful lot uh, in leadership and in life, and it's really opened my eyes to be more intentional uh, about speaking life to people and about being thankful uh, for what God has given us. And so, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, uh, there are still a lot of we all still have something to be thankful for, and I think uh, we have to pay attention to that and be intentional about making sure we thank God for what he is doing for us. Uh, if we don't do that, then we can lose sight. And then we become hopeless, like hopeless people are, mm-hmm. but we're not hopeless because we have the blood of Jesus over us. And so um, for some people, I pray because this is going to be the best it gets for them because they don't know Christ Jesus. For us, people that know him, uh, we have hope. And we don't have to uh, be hopeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I practice being very thankful all the time. And every day I tell God, thank you for a whole lot of things. Right. <laughs> Hopefully I'm one of those things. You're on the top of that list, man. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I follow uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. And actually, you've gone to some of her seminars with me. 
And uh, well, I roped you into going to one of the, her seminars with me, but you you enjoyed it. Well, it's called being a good husband. You know, <laughs> you say yes, you drive and pay the bill. That's all you do. If you want to have a long, successful marriage, say yes, drive and pay the bill. That's it. That's all you do. You do that and you're good. Well, that's a good, that's a good nugget. <laughs> <laughs> That's for all those single men out there. That's oh, goodness. Give me that information. We, we appreciate that. But when we went to her, her, um, her, you know, she did a, a, a thing all day Saturday. I think it was Friday and Saturday. But that was one of the things that she really keys in on. And so her system is one that I really try to follow. And it is a, uh, it's a discipline. And we all know that, uh, discipline disciplines are hard. It's like working out. You can work out for three days in a row, and then that fourth day, you're, you know, you give yourself a little pass. But with thankfulness, um, it is a discipline, and I write down. I have to write down the things that I am thankful for. I want to be able to go back and read over those things. I want to be able to keep myself encouraged. And in order to keep myself encouraged, I have to. Um, add thankfulness as a discipline. And during COVID, I think it's been more important than ever to consider what you are thankful for, because if not, you will only see the things that are pushing you down and only see the things that are weighing you down. And I'm just speaking for, you know, from myself, for myself. Um, that has been my experience. And I have to practice the art of um, being thankful, writing things down, being intentional about going back and reading over those things. That is a part of renewing our minds. And that's what scripture uh, tells us to do. Um, make, making sure that you are feeding your mind the things that you want uh, to, to concentrate on. And, and I like that, your, you know, your answer, you said, you know, what's, what's in your heart, what's in your soul, those, those are the things that are going to come out. So if you practice Thanksgiving and, and, and being thankful, um, it, you know, as I try to make myself do and be disciplined at doing it, then that will come out. Um, when stress hits you. And right now, you know, stress that's, man, let's, let's, let's talk about work. Let's <laughs> okay. talk about work. Okay. Yeah, because uh, if we're going to talk about, you know, um, being intentional about being thankful this Thanksgiving season and uh, being disciplined at it. There's, there's a lot of stress now on a lot of different people um, inside of your home and also at work because, Inevitably, everybody's work has changed, you know, during the season. And so some people are going through times where they don't know what's going to happen next. Um, and, and some people are going through times where they don't have a job right now. Uh, some people are having gone through a times where they are working more than ever because of the pandemic. So how, how can you how do you use thankfulness to manage stress. You're really good. You're better at managing stress than I am. Well, I'm just like the duck. You don't see it, but inside it's it's pretty it's pretty stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty stressful. But you know, um you know, we all have a calling. All of us that believe in Jesus have a calling to take care of our brother and sister. Uh you know, we don't just look out for ourselves and no one else. Mm -hmm. You know, not if you're going to really walk this walk this Christ life. And so um, 
I just continue to try to make sure that I can put a smile on people's faces and speak life into their spirit because you, we don't know what people are dealing with. We don't know where they're coming from. And I think it's our responsibility to make sure people see Christ through us. Um, and so I deal with stress by simply helping other people. Uh, then I forget about my issues. I forget about what I'm worried about because there are a whole lot more people that have bigger issues than what I'm facing. That's right. And so, uh, but God has called, called us to help one another. And so uh, I think when, when I do that, that helps me deal with the stress that I'm dealing with on a daily basis at, at the job. Mm-hmm. I, you know what, I, I try to deal with stress. Well, this radio show is one of the things that brings me a lot of joy um, to be able to do. And um, I'm thankful that, that you and the rest of the family, you all um, stand behind me and actually push me to do things outside of uh, my normal um, job responsibilities. But I, I am a witness that if, if you are bogged down by stress, if you would find a way to use your gifts to bless someone else, you will feel better. And it doesn't have to, of course, you know, radio show is a thing that the Lord has called me to do, but it doesn't have to be huge. It can definitely be writing a letter and sending it to someone, sending them a $5 gift card or something, or calling someone on the phone, jumping on Zoom with someone. If you would find a way to use whatever it is that you do to bless someone else, that will help you manage stress and help to get you into kind of that Thanksgiving um, mode, the the mood of the of the season, right? And I agree, you know. And positive positivity is contagious, and so uh, you know we all have a sinful nature. You know, we were born into a sinful nature, and so you know we have to be you know mindful of that. And so positivity is contagious, and when you do it, it just helps other people become more positive, and then you can end up impacting your whole community and your world from within because of just, you know, the simple acts of kindness that you, that you do to people on a a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I like that. So this year, let's, let's kind of talk about our family and Thanksgiving and how we celebrate this year. We have one thing that's different. We said our daughter is um, away at school for the first time. So our first uh, bird has flown the coop. Is that how you said it? Flown the nest. Yeah, I went to coop. Yeah, that was the, the that's nest, a chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we kicked her out. But yeah, you're we right. didn't kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! You you wasted money. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I don't know. She's so she's she's in college. So that that is that has been different for us. And actually, I haven't had you on the radio show since she left for school. How are you doing with the uh, almost empty nest? syndrome. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, you know, you, you and I make it a point to to raise our, our children to be independent, independent adults. We do. Um, and so if we didn't do our jobs, then I mean, it's, you know, we don't want them to be 30 and 40 years old sitting with us and not being productive citizens. We want them to go out into the world and have their own families. I want my son to be a better dad than me you know, mm-hmm. to be a better dad than my dad was to me. I want my dad, my son to be the world's best man. Mm-hmm. I want my daughter to be the world's best woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you know, it's it's been fine. Now that's my baby girl and that's my only girl. 
And so, you know. And she's important she's, to you. She's a daddy's girl now. So <laughs> if she calls her daddy and she needs something, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move mountains to get it to her. I believe it. And my advice is don't be in the way. <laughs> <laughs> my advice is don't be in the way. If my daughter calls me and says, Dad, I need you, you better get out the way. Everybody move out of the way. Get out the way. But, uh, but yeah. So, you know, we want them to be be productive citizens. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm okay with the emptiness because that means that we will send them out into the world to make the world a better place. Amen. Amen. And so we, we have about a year and a half left with um, our son. With Roosevelt, yeah. With my, my baby son. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is, we'll see if I let him leave the house or not. I, I believe in what you said. Oh, we no, do a spouse to that. He's but getting out. I don't no, know. I, I may not kick him out. No, he's getting out. He's getting out, I promise. Oh, goodness, y'all. Pray for me. So (laughs) how do (laughs) but when our daughter comes back home, of course, she's, she, her personality is the life of the party. And Mm -hmm. I, is, is that fair to say? That's right. That's right. So when she comes home, then all of her friends are coming and we're, again, we're going to have, you know, kind of a hopping house for Thanksgiving. So what are your feelings about having, because we, it's been pretty quiet around here it has been quiet and you know and COVID has changed a lot of a lot of normalcy for everybody um, mm-hmm. it has it has been quiet uh, I don't mind it because uh, you know I trust you and I with other people's kids oh yes absolutely and um, especially teenagers especially teenagers you know you know I'm a kid whisperer <laughs> you know I can get kids to do anything uh, and so uh, I, I do like the fact that there are some kids that come over here uh, that may not have the example of a mom and dad that Naomi has. And so we're able to show them that example so then they can go out and be the mom and dad that they want to be. Right. Uh, and some students come over or children come over here and they have great set of parents. Mm-hmm. And so then we can just confirm and affirm that, uh, you know, the example your parents are giving you is the right example. And same thing for Naomi. When she goes places, you know, we want her to be the light and we want her to be around people that are examples of what we do. So uh, I'm okay with that. I, I love, you know, but I'm in the kid business. I love, I love being around kids. That's right. That's right. We, and, and, and I think, you know, I hope that we are a huge blessing to all of the young people that come to our house. And we are, we just want people to know um, who God has called them to be, um, especially the young people, but everyone we come in contact with who God has called them to be and encourage them to honestly get out there into the world and be the best that they can be. There are, everyone is looking at us, especially during this time. Everyone is looking at us for an example. Um, We will talk about leadership a little later, but some people don't think they're leaders and they think they can do anything. And, and that's simply not true. There's someone that is looking at you when you go into Walmart, you know, somebody's looking at you. And so how are you acting um, in Walmart? How are you treating people? Um, so we always have to watch what, you know, what we are projecting to others, to the world, especially when we call ourselves Christians, which we do, other people are looking and they need to see the light of Christ. They're looking for the light of Christ. Really. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) So with COVID, there will be, you know, some changes to how we celebrate um, Thanksgiving. What what, what's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Uh, Well, you know, it's being around extended family. uh, But 
the other favorite thing I have is that I can eat what I want to eat because, you know, Carla's the food police, y'all. <laughs> I she, am the food police. She's the food police. Yes. And so that's the one day she says, okay, you can have dressing, you can have all this stuff. And uh, uh, our Aunt Evelyn. Yes. Uh, my she's I guess she's my aunt in law. I guess I don't know, but anyway, makes these uh, sweet potato pies that I will fight you for. They oh are my delicious, goodness, you all. So I'm Evelyn, I really need about three of them sweet potato pies. <laughs> we do not need three, so I can eat them all the same day. <laughs> no, because <laughs> that's my hall pass. That's my hall pass on Thanksgiving Day. So if you can send them over, if you listen, I sure would appreciate that, ma'am. You all literally, he hides pies so. My husband and and my uh, my cousin Conrad, um, my aunt Evelyn's um, son, they hide the pies. My aunt makes, I mean, she makes about 10, 12, 15 pies. There's no reason to hide any pies. There's enough for everybody. Everybody can get their own pie if they need it. But they hide the pies, and so nobody gets any. We're wondering where are the sweet potato pies, and you know who knows where they are. But you, you're right. You do get a pass Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. You, you get a pass. And that, you know, one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving is being able to, like you said, share with family, but also the cooking and the, the you know, the laughter, just the, the energy that's in the house on Thanksgiving is, is, is a blessing. You know, it's, it's all about creating memories. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, you know, we know one thing's inevitable is that we all are going to we're all going to be in heaven one day if you believe in Christ. So that means you have to leave this earth. And you know, if you're fortunate enough to have your family around you when you leave, no one's going to say, "I wish I had spent more time in the office. I wish mm-hmm. I had spent more time uh, on business trips." People are going to say, "I want to spend more time with my family, my friends, my loved ones." Um, and so it's about creating memories with your family because that's what's going to last. And when I leave this earth, I want, you know, my kids and my grandkids to remember, uh, you know, their grandpa and, mm-hmm. you know, how great I was to them, how nice and kind I was to them. And so the more time you can spend with family and friends, the better. I agree. I know we're, we're about to run out of time, but do you have a least favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Um... I guess just the cleanup. <laughs> I was going to say that too. The cleanup. The cleanup. And I'm always sleep. And so you have to do all of the cleanup. Right. Right. We do. We do. But you know, uh, you know, my daddy taught me how to clean. So I know how to clean. <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah. I know how to clean. I can clean. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. I like that about you. Yeah. So I, w- I was going to say that that's probably my least favorite thing. After all of the preparations and spending time with everyone, sitting around laughing, and uh, sharing the day, sharing memories, because our family, we stay together until maybe midnight. Until the cows come Or home. after, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good 12-hour day for us. Yes. Yeah. Which, which is great. And, and this year with COVID, we may be out on the, on the patio. Um, that may be one of the changes that we have this year, but it will be a blessing to be able to spend that much time out on the patio with family and just catching up um, because we haven't gotten together every single Sunday or something like that, like, like we, we normally do. So we're about to go on, on a break. When we get back, honestly, I have a surprise for you. All right. Yeah. I have a surprise for you. You all, when Dr. Nivens comes to the every heart, every woman radio show, he tries to beat me at being a good host, but I 
have found the secret. I'm going to beat him this time for sure. <laughs> I have a surprise for him. And so um, when we get back, we're going to start with that surprise. So we'll be right back. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries if you go to their website. Go to loveministriesbills.org. You can also go to my website, carlanivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V. E-N-S. Well, we are having a great conversation with my husband, Dr. Roosevelt Nivens. We're talking all things Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving 2020. You going to say something? I was going to say amen. (laughs) (laughs) And so, Roosevelt, I have a surprise for you. Okay. You ready for the surprise? I think I am. Okay. So I have asked your dad to join us for uh, just for a little bit of this segment. So we are also welcoming Roosevelt Nivens Sr. And we lovingly call him Big Daddy. So I'm going to call him Big Daddy uh, on this. Hey, Big Daddy, how are you doing? Good. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I get it from, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they they are uh, almost twins, you all, uh, in, in a whole lot of ways. And so... Um, so, Big Daddy, first of all, thank you for joining us. We're we're excited to get to talk to you. This is your first time joining the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. So we really do appreciate you. Um, I, and we're talking about Thanksgiving. And so I, I would like to start off by saying how thankful I am uh, for you, Big Daddy. I remember the first time meeting you when Roosevelt, your son, brought me home to meet uh, you and and Babs, we we lovingly call um, your mom Babs. Yeah. So I was going to meet Big Daddy and Babs, and I knew all about you all and everything. But Big Daddy, you um, were such a loving presence in in the home, and you were loving to me from the beginning, and um, and you were such a a loving husband and a caretaker of your home. I could see how hard you worked. You all, um, I remember that first time Big Daddy came home from work and he walked in and he said, uh, you know, I, I pay myself to clean around here. And so, which which I laughed because I thought that was a joke, but mm-hmm. you all, mm-hmm. what he did, yes, you, you remember saying that Big Daddy? I remember, I, mean, I had myself on salary right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was so I was pay myself, you know, put a little extra money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 
So you went into the kitchen to clean the stove and you didn't just wipe it down with the little uh, cloth or something. You went under the burners, you pulled everything out, like really did a deep cleaning. And I thought, you know what, if this guy has trained my husband, that I think we'll be okay. And Big Daddy, we've been okay for all these years because of you, because of your, uh, your example. So I'm thankful for you and I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Know. I thank you. I appreciate you. Let me tell you, I appreciate you making a home for my son. And my son's been very, very happy. And thank you. Thank mm, you. He's been very, very happy. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you. Well, y'all know my my dad taught me how to uh, iron. He taught me how to sew, and he taught me how to clean. So you talk about cleaning, like you know, clean behind the toilet, right? Uh, up under the toilet. And like you said, the the stove, you know, we take, we know, we had the old school stove. We got to take the eye out of it. All in there is crumbs in there, and you know, so he 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 taught us how to deep clean. So we all know how to do that. So. Yeah, he's 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 a he's. I think he's your your first uh, best leader, and and I'm oh, sure, sure, yeah, oh, sure. you you exactly are the person that you are today. Um, no small part in because of him and your mom. So, Big Daddy, we really want to know what you are thankful for this Thanksgiving. Well, you know, there's several things I'm thankful for. Uh, one thing I'm thankful for right now, you know, is I don't have that virus. Uh, so I'm 81 years old, and I got diabetes, and, and so I'm running from that virus. I don't want to have that virus. That virus is taking people's lives away, and I'm thankful that that God has spared me from that virus, and and, and and I'm thankful that that we're getting a a, a a vaccine for that virus, you know, so we can so we can uh, 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 eventually that eventually get that virus in in control. Because uh, I look at the news media and I've been getting a little hope, and so I'm really thankful. And there's a lot, there's so many things I'm thankful for. That uh, I, one thing I'm thankful that uh, I'm thankful for you and Kurt, my son, you know, that you made a good home for him and and that uh. And that you, the both of y'all go to church and love the Lord. That's very, very important. You know, uh, he, uh, he's given us some amazing love. He's, some kind of love he's given us that he sent his son here to die for us. That is that is amazing love. So I'm thankful for that, for that. And for this Thanksgiving, the time that we celebrate Thanksgiving, I'm very thankful for, for Jesus. I'm thankful. And I'm thankful for that, that I'm alive. Amen. And we are thankful for that as well. We're thankful for that as well. Well, well, Big Daddy, we 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 really want you to know how much you have blessed our lives. And um, I mean, it's it's hard for us to say these words to you without crying and all because you um, you have been such a covering uh, for us. You you and Babs have been you know great examples for. For Roosevelt and I, and uh, that, and we're still passing the things on to our children that you have taught us. So we we are truly thankful for you. I appreciate those words of encouragement. That right there. See, uh, I haven't heard, I haven't been encouraged in a long time. I should be talking to y'all all the time. Uh, <laughs> those words really really bless my soul. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, uh, we need little words of encouragement all the time, and from from people who really mean it. And uh, and I know one thing that uh, uh I've been around your house and how you taking care of the kids and how you watch over my son and things and how both of y'all have made a 
a good family and a good home and how y'all go to church and things like that. And that's, that's very important. And so I just want you to know I'm thankful. And I'm also thankful to be on this program, I, you know, today. Uh, so I just want you to, I want y'all to know, both y'all to know that I love y'all. You know, I love your kids, everybody. Yeah, that, that, you know, we love you too. We love you too. I want I want everybody to know. So, you know, uh, people that work people that work with me know I have a, I have a pretty strong work ethic, and so uh, I'm not gonna I I'm gonna be the best at whatever I do. And you may work as hard as hard as me, but you're not gonna outwork me. Uh, yeah, doing, and so I get that from my dad. I remember when I first became superintendent, um, and you know, superintendent is a it's a it's a it's a high profile job. It's an important job because, you know, I'm making decisions for a few thousand kids and staff members. And so when I got the job, I remember my dad saying, hey, man, uh, don't you get up there and mess up my name. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I named that to him. I'm yeah. junior. So I'm Roosevelt Nevis Jr. And he said, hey, man, yeah. don't you get up there and mess up my name because, you know, my dad has established a, a, a pretty strong legacy for the Nevis men. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, let me say quick. I don't know if it's off the record, but let me say that. Uh, it's, it's on the I record. A, Go ahead and say it. I had a business in in in, in Lancaster University, in Oklahoma, and I had my boys working for me. And so uh, Kurt was the youngest, Victor and David, and Kurt was the youngest. And so we cleaned the stadium up. And so at the end of the, at the end of the day, I would give. I gave Victor twenty dollars. I gave David twenty dollars, and I gave Kurt ten dollars. So so he asked them. He said. How much did Daddy give you? And Victor said ten, uh, twenty dollars. So he asked David, "How much did Daddy give you?" He said he gave me twenty dollars. He said we only gave me ten. So he called me. I'm I'm walking off the stage. He said, "Daddy, come here. I'm talking to you." I said, "Yeah." Now remember, now Kurt will be about seven years old. So he says, twenty dollars." I said, "Yeah." So you gave David twenty dollars. I said, "Yeah." He said, you only gave me ten. I said, "He said why?" I said, "Because they're older than you." He said, don't make no difference. They ain't done no more work than me. So he worked as hard as me, you know. So that so I knew he's a good worker there because uh, I watched him. I gave him a little area to clean up, and he cleaned the area up and things like that. And so I, I just want to throw that in. Uh, uh, from the time I've known him, he's always been a good worker, very honest guy, very honest and uh, sincere in what he's doing. And and I told him though, I told him, don't you mess my name up. You know, don't mm -hmm, do that. That's right. <laughs> I remember that. And I won't. I won't. Because that, that name is important to me. So I won't mess it up. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Big Daddy, we're we're thankful for you. We're so glad that you uh came and, and joined us on, on the radio show. We'll we'll let you go now. Um, but just remember how much we love you and how much we're thankful for you and your example. Thank you, and I appreciate it. And you have a th happy Thanksgiving to your family. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and God bless. God bless us all. All right. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> Love you. Love okay, thank you. All right. Good yeah. night. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's Big Daddy, everyone. That's my daddy. That's my daddy. <laughs> did I you like him. that surprise? Yeah. Yeah, very pleasant surprise. Yeah. Very pleasant. Yeah, that's 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 the best man I know. There you go. Yep. Uh, well, you know, my dad. I understand that. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do this on the radio. I was going to say, but, this is a real yeah. a look into our conversations. That's, he said his dad's the best man. The I'm best saying man. my dad's the best man. And we go back and forth. I understand. I don't know if your daddy too. For but, a minute. 
Yeah. You know, my dad is the best man I know. I mean, he, he is a wonderful, he's, he's, wonderful man. I'm yeah. thankful for him, for sure. Thankful for everything he's he's put into you. So I will go ahead and tell everyone that he calls you by, it's, it's kind of a, it's not even the, your full uh, name, but it's like a little pet name that he has for you that nobody else can call you. He calls you Kurt. Yeah. So my middle name is Curtis. And so uh, he's senior, I'm junior, so we have the same name. Roosevelt Curtis Nivens Sr. and I'm Roosevelt Curtis Nivens Jr. So to cut down on the confusion in the house, uh, people called him Big Daddy or Roosevelt and people called me Kurt because I would answer to, you know, Roosevelt. People mm-hmm. called him. So anyway, but no one other than him or my mama who's in heaven can call me Kurt. <laughs> so I just want to be clear on that. Right. So yeah. I don't call you Kurt and no the kids one. don't. That's no that's, one. That's his name for you. No one. That's that's my daddy's name for me. Yeah, I like that. So let me ask you this. I want I want to ask. Well, this I want to ask you to see if you get it right. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get it right. You think you gonna get it right? Oh yeah, for sure. So this Thanksgiving, what um what's gonna be your role in the setup? I want to know if you know. In the setup of Thanksgiving, well, yes. I, I'm setting it all up and I'm doing all the cooking. You're doing all the cooking? I'm doing everything. You're doing all the cooking? You're taking the day off. You're, you're going to make the dressing? You're taking the day off. Oh, my goodness, y'all. So he didn't get it right. but I did get it right. That's a, that's a nice uh, thought. But you are going to do the turkey, right? Yeah, I'm going to do the turkey. Yeah, he's going to do the turkey. So I was, just, I was just trying to see if he knows what, the, what his responsibilities are. Well, I just know how to answer it as a as a married man. <laughs> That's all. I just know how to answer that question. You didn't accept the answer, but I know how to answer. No, 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 no. You didn't give the right answer. So you're gonna do the you're gonna do the turkey. So what what uh, what's gonna be your your process of doing the turkey? I mean, I can't say that on the radio show. I mean, that's people have to pay money to hear that. It's a secret. It's a secret. I I tell you, I I I, uh, I brine it, uh, and then I will inject it. And then I will rub it down and then I will smoke it. I'll just say that. That's how I will do that. <laughs> okay. So if people want more information about your process of getting this beautiful turkey. Send, send $5,000 to <laughs> <laughs> Roosevelt Nevins, care of Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. <laughs> and I will let you in on my secrets. Okay. Okay, so we'll see how many requests you you get after the the five thousand uh, dollar fee. But yes, so I'm I'm excited about the turkey that you're going to do, and I'm looking forward to it. And I know that you have studied up and practiced, and uh, you you take doing the meat for holidays very 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 seriously. And I appreciate that because you always do a fantastic job. Well, I mean, I'm a Nivis man, and so what we do, we take seriously. I mean, <laughs> you just heard it. I mean. It, you just heard it, you know, and I'm not going to mess up his name. I'm a Nivis man, so and I'm right. a researcher. So whatever I do, I'm going to research it. I'm going to study it. And then uh, we're going we're gonna to be the best at it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to ask you one more question to see if you get this right. And then we'll go back into the regular part of the interview. And so do you anticipate that your spouse is going to add any problems or criticism throughout the Thanksgiving plans? I do anticipate that, yes. (laughs) Again, you can't get the questions right. It's the truth. I anticipate it. Now, you didn't ask me how I was going to handle it. 
and my reaction was going to be, but I do anticipate. I do anticipate. I am not you going to add any. You would throw a wrench in the plan, <laughs> and my job is to say yes, dear, and make it work. But it'll. If I do, I promise that it will make everything better. It doesn't matter. My job is to say <laughs> okay and make it work. That's my job. Okay, so you are over two on those questions. It depends. You know. <laughs> As guys that's been married as long as I have, they'll tell you, brother, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is hilarious. Okay, so let's get back to being serious. Let's talk leadership. Okay. Because you and I, well, you really have led out on that and led me in the way of um, researching the best leadership practices and knowing um, and really identifying great leaders um, that you have in your organizations and and knowing how to put people in the spot where they just shine and where where they use their gifts and they you know do the things that they do uh, to the best of their abilities so i i want you to to give us three things that you feel like leaders should focus on during thanksgiving uh, <laughs> well, number one is, you know, leaders have to focus on their own self uh, growth and um, wellness. So in my opinion, you can only be a leader if you, if you uh, possess, possess fundamental behaviors of being, of working with integrity, being an honest person, being a good person, uh, being competent in what you do. Um, and then putting and being humble and putting others before you. So if you don't have those traits, is is you're not going to be a good leader at all. Uh, if you do things because at the end of the day it's going to make me look good, I would suggest not even stepping into that role because your fall is going to be much harder than your rise. Hmm. Your fall, you'll fall flat on your face, and it'll be very embarrassing. So leaders first have to focus on themselves and make sure that they. Um, that they are humble, that they do what's best for themselves to help other people. So my, my head is spinning. You asked me about leadership, now I get a million things <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so tell me the question again. What was the question again? The three things that leaders should focus on this Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Okay, so focusing on yourself, one, is to make sure that you are a top quality leader. Make sure that you're speaking life into people that you're leading. Make sure that you are the kind of leader that people want to follow. Uh, because you know they call it if you if you call yourself leading and you turn around nobody's following you, then you're just simply going for a walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard one of my mentors said that. Uh, and then the other thing is is uh, why I said it. You know, focus on others. As a leader, our job is to make other people better. That's that's really your job is to remove barriers and make other people better. Because at the end of the day, I'm not in the classroom teaching kids math right now. I have teachers fantastic teachers doing that so if i don't have if i don't take serious my job take serious in my job to make them better and to remove barriers for them to do their job easier then i'm not a good leader and so uh, i have to make sure that i can do that Uh, and then the other thing is is my peers i have to make sure that i can lead my peers um, and i can lead side by side with other people to make sure that our whole organization is better to make our world a better place. Mm-hmm. So I hope that answered your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I was thinking to to 
kind of go in a little bit deeper about the first thing that you said that we make sure number one faith if you're if we are focusing on ourselves and being the best person that we can be so that um, we can humbly lead others faith in Jesus Christ and reading the Bible doing the things being disciplined fo- followers of Jesus Christ reading scripture worshiping you know, making sure that we're growing in in our faith, having a personal relationship with Jesus is one of our number one things. And it also one of the number one things that we have sought to pass on to our children. And hopefully we've been successful with that. But that is one of the things that we truly, truly, truly focus on. One of the other things that I have been trying to focus on, especially during COVID, is being just simply being happy, you know? If I, when I get up and do my quiet time, I'm, I may fix myself a uh, cup of tea and sit down and just have some time to breathe. Just be happy. Um, that's one of the things that I think leaders forget to focus on for themselves. I agree. Um, so, you know, yeah, and leaders also have to be very self-reflective. So, you know, the, the most honest person to me is me the person that could be brutally honest and say anything they need to say to me. Well, of course it's you too, but Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have a crawler by your side, then I pray for you because she, she makes me a better man every day. Thank you. But leaders have to be very self-reflective and you have to make sure that you're doing your part to make everything better. So if you're not, if you lie to yourself as a leader, you will not be successful. And so I always challenge leaders to get in the mirror and really think about the core, your core values and your core, what you do, and should you be doing what you do? And if you're doing it for selfish reasons, do not do it because you're only going to hurt the people that you're serving because you should be serving them, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be very self-reflective. You know, not you... I can't say I can't say it with more more passion than that. You have to be very self-reflective to help other people. And Jesus Christ, you know, he is our example of That's that. Right. That's he right. is our example of how to humbly lead other people, how to sacrifice, how to give. Jesus Christ gave everything. He went all the way to the cross. He humbled himself um, and you know gave himself up to that fate for, for us so that we could believe in him, we could accept him as our personal savior and that we can go to heaven when we leave this, this earth to, to be with him. So he is our example of how to be a humble leader. Yeah, Jesus showed us leadership is not convenient. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is very inconvenient and it is a disposition because you're serving other people. That's the bottom line to it. And so uh, leadership is not easy at all. But the reward of showing people the love of Christ and being successful and helping people do reach their full potential is the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, 
Dr. Roosevelt Nivens, I am truly thankful for you. We are, we stand together, thankful um, for our family, thankful for our children, thankful for our extended family. We are thankful for our listeners, for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show and everyone that goes into to play in the, you know, in, in the background to get this show to where it is. And we're thankful for our church. We're thankful for Um, The people in our organizations that we serve, that we love, that we lead. Uh, Did I leave anything out? My family, our kids. You know, absolutely. You may have said them already, but I did. Okay, all right. But we can we can say say them them twice. Say them again. Say them again. Especially especially that baby girl of mine. Oh my goodness, your baby girl and and my baby boy. We (laughs) we are definitely thankful for them, and I'm thankful for you. We're definitely thankful to um, just to be blessed by God. So everyone, we hope that you have a blessed Thanksgiving season. We'll see you back here next week. Mm